tuned in to Muscle Car Radio. Welcome to Muscle Car Radio, ladies and gentlemen, children. Jason, how are you, mate? Very well, Hazza. How are you? Been a while. It's COVID, I think. Uh, we haven't. Um, Was it lockdown 1.0, 2.0? Or... That's it, uh, pretty much. Yeah, long time ago. And now we've been allowed out, we can come to the studio. That's right. <laughs> Terrific, mate. We've got a good show today. I think it's great we're getting together again, and what we're going to do is make this a regular thing. We've got young Nicholas over here today. G'day, mate. How are you? G'day, g'day. It's good to be here. <laughs> and special guest is our mate, Christopher Arnides. How are you, Chris? G'day, Harry. G'day, everyone. Yeah. Nice to meet you all here today. Lovely. So, welcome, Nick. Yeah. yeah. So the idea is we're going to be speaking to Glenn Jennings today. Remember Glenn? Yes. Regular. Glenn yes. used to run the um, the Lost in the 50s Museum up in Newcastle. So a couple of things. Glenn, we're going to talk to him about American car values versus Aussie right. and how where that all goes and, and why why you get so much more bang. I mean, we know the answer, I'm sure. <laughs> why you get so much more bang for the Yankee stuff as opposed to the Aussie stuff, maybe because Uncle Uncle Jimmy didn't drive one back in the 70s here in Aussie, right? Yeah. I get all that, but we're going to talk to him about that. We're going to also talk to him about the, the Zoo Boys. So, you know, he's the also the manager of mm. the um, – Tim and the other fellow is Nikita. Nikita. So Nikita yeah. and Tim Zhu, the boxers. The boxers. The current, yeah, yeah, so they're yeah. up and coming. And he goes way back to the time of uh, managing their father. So he huh? looked after Kostya, Kostya back in the day, who champion, right? Yeah. In, in his own right. So he did yeah. yeah. So he was he was the man. So we're going to speak to him. We're also going to speak to Josh Dowling. We've talked to Josh before. Josh is journalist, values. We're going to talk to him about cars, where they're going, you know, what is happening out there. He's been with the Sydney Morning Herald for 20 years. He now writes for Car Advice and Drive. We're going to talk about electric cars and he's got a he's got a passion for jet skiing. He's just been over to Canada and he's done this whole um over the oceans thing with a group of mates. Mm-hmm. It's like a, one of wow. these one yeah. of these sort of nice adventure, adventure trips. So we'll yeah. be talking to him. So that's all very good. Um and and then, of course, we're going to be talking about a. We're going to discuss a feature car. Got a real nice special feature car. I will surprise you on that, um, mate. And uh, we'll go from there. So, yeah, all good. F one and supercars. supercars. I know you've got a problem with supercars, mate. What is the, what's the story uh, about? Uh, that? Look, I do, mate. I, uh, to believe it or not, I, I, I have been a supercar fan or a V eight fan for you know thirty years, and uh, Australian Touring Car Championship fan. Actually, can go back even further. Yeah. And I actually turned off my first race. Last weekend, no. like before the end, because uh, I was simply, I'm just, Van Gisbergen looks like he's on a Sunday drive <laughs> and just, uh, you know, can change his tyres on the second last lap, still come out in front and yeah. wins the race. So yeah, this, this has yeah. been happening over and over and over. Now, I know that the Ford teams and even the other Opal teams, as I like to call them, um, <laughs> Uh, still, yeah, they're still general motor products. They might be struggling, yeah. and Van Gisbergen is an absolute superstar. There's no doubt about that. But mm. because they're moving to the new Gen 3 car next year, mm. there's no effort this year to actually make parity with the, with the two vehicles. So when Scotty McLaughlin was winning left, right, and centre, they nobbled the Mustang to slow it down. Yeah, right. But now Van Gisbergen's won everything. Like yeah. he's he's already more than a round ahead. So mm. he could literally blow up a Bathurst and still he'd still and, probably it'd still be that far ahead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mate, I don't know. I don't know about switching it off. There's got to be something in it still. Seeing, seeing them go around, listening to No, no. Maybe before it all goes electric, you want to be listening to the end. Uh, correct. Least, right? I, I agree. I agree with that. Because one um, day you're going to look back and think, oh, geez, I missed that but sound. I will admit, um, I did turn it back on on Sunday. So <laughs> I, I, <laughs> always and, you know, um, just on that, F1, I've been following F1 a couple of seasons now, and the last season I really enjoyed. So yeah. you, had, you had Merck and um, Red, the Bull. Red Bull guys going toe-to-toe, and it came down to the very last race. It was fantastic when uh, Young Bloke got up. 
up. But um, Max Verstappen, right? He, he what a race, what a season, and yes. he's leading the pack this year. Yep. But um, well, Ferrari were at the beginning and they've dropped the ball, and they've so. dropped the ball. Well, they're having a few. Oh, I don't know about technical issues. I think they're more strat- strategic issues than they're having technical issues. To be honest, you look at some of those decisions, especially. Hung- Did you watch Hungary? Like some yeah, of the stuff. Bits of it, it oh, yeah. Man, just all over the shop. But the one thing that I'm fascinated with is the DRS system. So you talk about parity and bringing cars yes. together, and they they change the aerodynamics of the cars, and obviously they stick to a formula with the mechanics and whatever mechanicals. What about the DRS system? Are you familiar with it? Yes, I am. Yeah. Um, the the Look, they, they were talking about doing something like that in supercars as well. So, mm. like push to pass, uh, you know, with a, with, yeah. a, with a push, having a battery and that type of thing. But with uh, supercars in Australia, you're right. Everybody here loves the noise. Yeah. Um, and the noise is, it's cool space, but the noise yeah. is sensational. There's no doubt about it. When you go to a, to a racetrack here and it's oh, supercars, yeah, it's yeah. unreal. Yeah, fantastic. Hopefully, the new Gen 3, the Gen 3, they've got an issue. Like, they've decided to go with the Camaro for the General Motors car. Yeah. Um, and General Motors is not... They're stopping making that uh, in the not too distant future. So we're going again. I say bring back the Volvo. Is the Volvo still running around, mate? <laughs> the Peter, Peter Brock Volvo. <laughs> the Peter Brock Volvo. That's right. Uh, uh, or the Tom Walker. Remember the wagon? They yeah, had the wagon. Yeah, mate. That, hey, you know what? Those uh, wagons have actually become quite collectible. What are they like? A turbo? Uh, I had one. Yeah, did you? Yeah, had one. Is it the one, the one that got away? Yeah, fifty. Yeah. Fifty yeah. Great, great rig. Yeah. And they really chose. You know the way they chose the wagon because it was more aerodynamic than the. Yeah, than the yeah. <laughs> it was a more aerodynamic brick, right? Yeah. But anyway, look. You know the whole um, uh, the whole DRS thing. For those that don't know, what a great system! So the idea is you've got certain opportunity around certain parts of the track, yep. and you've got to be within a, uh, a second, second of the car in front of you. Is that right? That's right. To activate it, and what that does, it reduces the drag uh, the drag of your vehicle, uh, and then it gives you an extra some sixteen kilometers top speed, yep. which means that it just brings them up to parity. It's fantastic racing. I'm really yep. enjoying the F1 this year. I must no, say. no, and the and the other thing is the the, the F1 program on Netflix. Yeah, like I know, like friends of mine who wouldn't know the the back end of the car from the front end of the car. Yeah, to yeah, be honest, yeah. they've actually started watching that program, and now they're getting into yeah. actual F one as a show and, and to draw uh, fans in. Yes. It's been an absolute hit. Fantastic. Yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it. It's fantastic. And what about you, young Chris? What's happening with you, mate? Oh, nothing much. Everything's so, been well. So I've known Chris for some some time. We've pretty much grew up together, and Correct. he is. So what we're what we're going to be doing is bringing people onto the show, uh, and then featuring. You know what we call them? You can call them um, the uh, the listeners' ride. We won't call it a readers' ride because we're listening in, right? So Correct. the listeners' Correct. ride. So yeah, okay. our special guest is Chris, who owns a hatchback Tirana. He's had since. Pretty much our school days, if I remember correctly. 87. 87, right? Showing our age. Showing our age. Terrible, terrible. You're terrible. in year 10. 87. Sixth grade. Oh, yeah. So you've had this thing for, for a while, mate, and we've watched it go around. But the, not only uh, do I want you to talk about that, I want you to talk about your passion for this thing that you run called Cuda 400, and we'll, we'll touch on that. But uh, tell us a bit about the, the Tory, mate. I'm really, really keen to understand. Oh, the Tory, well, I've, as you know, Harry, you were the valiant man. I remember you being a pacer guy. Yep. I always loved seeing the tra- – actually, we had about three or four Tiranas in our streets, really, in yep. back in the days. Build Road there, right? Yep, Build Road in the back there. Uh, I fell in love with those cars, and I knew when I was a kid this was going to be my car. I yeah, wanted yeah. a hatch. It was, I fell in love with them big time. And, of course, I started looking around. I couldn't afford an A9X at the time. They were still yeah. hitting about the $10,000 mark. And it was a know, lot of money. It was a lot of money. Was, yeah. Sorry, it was a lot of money. Do you remember Georgie? Georgie who's bought one. He, he bought the very last hatch the that last was produced that was sold. Uh, it's been sold a couple of times, and I uh, loved – Staring at that car every time I walk the past. The red car, right? The, yep. yeah, but back in the day, it had the drop tank in it and whatever. It was the correct. last one produced in the red, just correct. a breaker. Correct. And he'd bring it up there to Clempton Park where we played footy in Park. I used to leave it. it on the park. I used to leave it on the driveway just, there at Bird 
right. Just to tease us, mate. I just to wind forget, us up. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't leave a park. So back then, the, the cars were left in streets. Yeah. I do remember it. Yeah. I remember that one on that side. And, the other, and I had this guy, Renata, with a green one on the yeah. other side. Yeah. They had the yeah. Simmons and the, Prol- and the big tyres yeah. and the wheels. I love that one. So I go, geez, I, I knew that was my car. And, and of course, it. the Ford boys down the road used to wind you up. And then the Valiant Great Sweet will be behind you yeah. trying to keep up. They were good days. But tell your car, right? Yeah. So so the struggle to look for a car was very hard at the time. I was working in radio station. Actually, I was earning about 130 a week. So a lot of money. A lot of money. Interest yeah. rates were about 18% at custom yeah. credit. <laughs> Correct. Uh, so I was looking for a car, looking, looking, looking. And then, believe it or not, in the Trading Post was our was yeah. our buyer's guide, really. Found the car in an ad in Trading Post, and it was a clumsy little ad. In Fantastic. The, it was in spare parts, too. It was under the spare ah. parts ad. It wasn't even a car. And do you remember the Trading Post? It'd come yeah. out on a Wednesday, right? Correct. So Wednesday morning, you'd be out there at the news agency. You'd be the first, first. thing there trying to circle the cars and Correct. be out there trying to get on there on the phone. Mate, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And so it went. Of course, things have changed. And everything's online. Yeah. And but it was instant gratification these days. <laughs> but it was the way to uh, buy and sell cars. It yes, was. Yeah. So this car was under spare parts. And um, actually, wasn't even uh, the car wasn't even for sale. It was for seats was for sale. Yeah. I do remember seats. I was trying to find a shell. Wow. So I didn't care what I had. I just wanted to get a shell to make it look like one of those cars yeah, on the other yeah, side of yeah, my place. Yeah. And um, I rocked across a guy that was selling seats out of a hatchback. So you knew it was unique because they were hatchback seats. Yes. So I rang the guy in and he said, um, I go, mate, what were the seats out of? And he goes, oh, it was a badly smashed two-door. And I go, oh, okay. And he goes, what were you after? I go, I was actually after a hatchback. And funny enough, that guy just goes, look, listen, you sound like a decent bloke. Oh, I've got this spare card, but it's an A9X ratio. I went, ah. What are the chances? I didn't yeah, believe yeah, at the time. Yeah, yeah. But he goes, I want a lot more. Because I'm about two, three grand for an average car back then, Yes. Sure. He goes, I want about five. I went, oh, God. Yeah, that's a bit it's of a stretch. Be... 130 bucks a week, right? Yeah, correct. And I go, this better be special. So mm. I went to the guy's house. It was in Asheville. I liked it. It was yeah. close to my house. Yeah. And sure enough, there was a tight old piece of whatever. Yeah, there was yeah. an old Hatrana there. And I did see it was a unique car. I go, hang on. This has had the, had the Salisbury and it had a few other things. I go, this yeah, is something special. Yeah, yeah. He had no paper, no documentation, nothing. He so Salisbury unique to the well, A9X. Yeah, like 100%. 100%. And this one, this one had arms. diff. Mm-hmm. Correct. Oh, sorry, you talk about the Salisbury diff, of course. Sorry about that. Uh, this for the young bloke over there. Yeah. So there, just, to, just to let you know, yeah. my uh, son, Nicholas yeah, over Nicholas here, Dixon, yeah. uh, grown up around muscle cars forever and a day, we'll come back, yeah. uh, has been in and around them. 24 years of age, doesn't have a driver's license, couldn't be oh, stuffed. Wow. What is the story with you, mate? You know what? It just does absolutely nothing. Wow, what a I, I never sit in a Very car. sad, Christopher. I don't know why he's here. I, you're definitely exactly. I'll tell you something. Wow. The way, why is he here? <laughs> the, the way you guys talk about cars wow. sounds like it would be so much fun. It but was. I, just, I don't have that inkling. Wow. So we're here to wind us up. Yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> when, when I sit, put, let me put it to you this way. When I sit in the passenger seat of a car, yeah. to me, I think, how good have I got it? He's the Uber. Yeah, I'm gonna, he's going to give us his experience from the back seat of the Uber. It's the Uber generation, mate. He said to me, Dad, you know, they're the, wow. biggest, they're the biggest company out there, transport company. They don't have a single car have a single registered. Car. Wow. Never made a cent. But you never, never made a cent. Never made a cent. Wow. <laughs> what about in your driveway, <laughs> mate, with that rumbling before. sound? Anyway, wow. it doesn't matter, mate. We'll get him around. We'll get him around. But, uh, but, but Nick, he's got a, um, he's got a, uh, a similar sort of setup. He, he runs a website and he's going to be podcasting this uh, interesting concept called Not For Nothing. And I think it's yeah. notfornothing.com.au, That's correct, right? Yeah. 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 So the idea is articles of interest, whether they're yeah. politics, whether they're science, whether yeah. they're sports wow. related. Yeah. And we're going to get some car-related articles onto there as well, believe me. We're going to have to. But, um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> not, not coming from me, as you can put it. But we'll get him around, Chris. Anyway, yeah. enough of that. So, so, so you were telling us, yeah. So, so yeah, so I um, bought this car, bought this car, took it home, put it together eventually. It took me about a year or two. Yep. I had been driving for many years, and then I had a couple of guys 
even like late 10, 15 years ago saying, look, it's something special, it's something special. I never really cared what it was really. I just wanted to, just, as you know, I just wanted to drive it. And yeah, just, yeah, just, have just, some fun. Mate, we'll dine in the streets. Let me tell you. A few burnouts down at yeah, uh, Rudd Park. Absolutely. <laughs> Eccles Reserve there behind the back there. Yeah. So we loved just taking the cars out. We wanted to just go for drives, go to the beaches, go get a Euros, go get a gelato, just do anything, hang out. It's, cars were the thing, I'm telling you. Yeah, now, cars yeah. were big yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, so sure enough, bought this car about 10, 15 years ago. We looked into the car. Only because those cars were starting to fetch some serious money, and I knew the car had some secret stuff on it, so I couldn't prove anything. No tags, no identification, no paperwork. I had absolutely nothing. Wow. So I've got a friend of mine um, that was sort of close at the time. He sort of found an indentation in the car. Yes. And the passenger side of the car, and he goes, yes. listen, there's something there. And I go, nah, there's nothing there. Like it's, I saw the indentation. It looked like an engine had been coming in and out and hit the car, hit the yeah, chassis. Yeah. So sure enough, can I pick it? And he picked it and looked at it, and we found some chassis numbers and uh-huh. sorry, letters and numbers. This was a very unique thing because prior to that, I'd run cams and everything else. And he just yeah. said, you sound like a typical bloke with a Monaro with a 350 and you think yeah, it's a bad yeah, special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, no, no, I just got told maybe to ring you to get some information. Engine has been put into a panel van. Yeah, <laughs> but he couldn't help me at all. Right. He couldn't help me at all with this car. Mm. Um, but when George found those numbers, which is a couple of years later, yeah. friend of mine, so um, rang that guy again from yes. cams. I go, listen, I found some, le- actually, a police officer was involved in, yep. in Melbourne, uh, Brett Florence, we can mention his name. He's, okay. uh, he does the investigations on Falcons and all that type of stuff. He was trying to help me. He was actually saying, keep looking, keep looking. You've got something. Find paint, find this. Yeah. Because I showed him certain parts of the car and he goes, you've got something. Yeah, right. So it turns out the car is, or it's, was? It's a, it's a Graham Smiltz Black A9X. Now, the secret with the car, which we sort of have gone public, it was one of Peter Brock's spare shells. Yeah, right. So these so, are what we call the lightweight. The, the, the GMP and A cars. So GMP yeah. and A shells, what are they? We're talking General Motors parts and accessories Cassaries. spare shells. Correct, correct. So they were lightweight shells correct. produced and handed to these racing well, teams. Well, they, were, they weren't necessarily lightweight shells. They are just yep. normal shells, okay. but they were just given to teams that were sort of basically just shells. So yeah, they okay. can so modify when, Whenever they'd smash something or they wanted to modify something, or they'd build a car build or a, a race car. car out of a bare shell. Correct. Because okay. even Graham that owns the car said to me, hold Holden would give us parts. They, yep. they, Holden never sponsored them, but they yep. would say, look, come into the workshop, come into the factory and take pistons, rods, and you'd see all the mechanical workshops were apparently were in there taking and picking stuff, whatever. Holden gave for free, yeah, back in the days. So, um, yeah, so when we went back and I had the, found the numbers, mm. rang cams, cams rang me, took a, took a while, took a couple of yep. months. I couldn't believe they rang me back. And he said, you sit down, and then sure enough, he goes, mate, you got a special car, you got Graham Smilt's Black A9X. That's went, beautiful. Oh, mate, I was right. I was, I was over the and moon. You know, and the thing about, the, thing, the thing that we love, of course, and, and, and why I love the story and why we've had you along today, and, and obviously you'll come along in your feature and, and join us from time to time, is just cars that have been around and with guys for years and years, decades, yeah. right? You're Correct. talking about 1980, yeah. how long, 40 years? Oh, you've had 35, 40, 35 yeah. 40, coming up to 40 yeah. years, yeah. and you've developed it. Since I know it's gone around with some of the racing um, racing sort of what's the, the, the like livery, right? Yes, so correct. A bit of the racing livery there. Muscat Master stuff. Yeah, that. yeah, right. Yep. And uh, Fantastic. And yeah. uh, engine-wise, you've you put a, a later model engine yeah. in that. Is that right? Yep. I'm going back to the original stuff Yeah, now. yeah. Very got, good. It got hurt the car a few years ago, so we're fixing ah, the car up. It's a good opportunity. Yeah, it's a good opportunity Mingle. Bit of a mingle with yeah, a, the yeah. Channel 7 car hit me up the ass. Oh, okay. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. At least it was a Tirana. It was a Tirana. Yeah, it was a Tirana. <laughs> yeah, wasn't, ha- wasn't happy, but it, these things happen, oh, of course. You've got to expect okay. that. The Bob so. Morris car hit you. Yeah, the replica Bob Morris mm. car hit me. Yeah, well, <laughs> wouldn't have been the real Bob Morris car, mate. No, no, There'd no. be some tears if that were the case. Yeah. But anyway, look, hope you uh, hope you get it all together, and yeah, I'm sure it'll come it's back. Happening. It's but happening. we'll feature the car, and there are plenty of uh, plenty of uh, photos and bits and pieces. Anyway, look, you're listening to Muscle Car Radio. When we come back, we're going to be speaking to Glenn Jennings. Thanks for tuning in.
Welcome back to Muscle Car Radio, boys. That was good, mate. It was nice listening to you, mate, your Cuda 400 stuff. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But at the moment, we've got a very special guest, Glenn Jennings, a regular on the show. Now, Glenn, uh, you boys know the old um, museum up in Newcastle. It was called Lost in the 50s Museum. Glenn was the founder of that uh, and has moved on, but doing a very, very important work at the moment managing the zoo boys, the uh, the boxers, right? So we've got yeah. Tim and we've got- um, Nikita. Nikita, of course. And then Glenn goes way back to the time when he also managed- Kostya. Kostya, their father. Right. So welcome, Glenn, mate. Absolute pleasure having you on again. Oh, it's good to be back, boys, after a little few technical issues. No, we'll get That's there, right. mate. It's all good. We often talk on the show about American cars, muscle cars versus Aussie stuff, and I know that you're a tragic when it comes to the 50s and 60s Yankee stuff, Glenn. What is it that the – I mean, we, I think we know, but why mm. is it there's so much bang for buck for the Australian stuff – or, sorry, the American mm. stuff, but that we don't seem to see those values here in Australia? What do you reckon it is, mate? I'm just trying to get my head around it. It's an interesting one, isn't it? The uh, I think we, we have a, a limited marketplace for enthusiasts of left-hand drives in Australia, regardless. Mm. Uh, you've got your fundamental Aussie guys who love their Australian right-hand drives, and then you've got those that have an interest in the lefties, which will always be less than the, the Aussies. So that, that drives the value of the vehicle in itself, which is... A bit of a shame because a lot of the cars that we're talking about, apples for apples comparisons from the 50s, 60s and 70s, the American cars were so far in advance of the Australian cars, it's it leaves them somewhat for dead. Mm. And in terms of monetary value, they should be a higher value than the Aussie cars. Yeah. But that's never going to be the case. Aussies will be Aussies and they'll keep their right-hand drives. Yeah. That's, that's my basic belief of it. Yeah, I think also in, above and beyond that, there's probably there's probably the, the nostalgia factor, or I guess the the, the familiarity factor. You know, uh, the old man or the uncle or whatever uh, drove, um, you know, his Tirana back in the day, or his GT Falcon or whatever it was, or his Fairlane, um, as opposed to the Galaxy or the or the or the Chev. Right. The other thing is who we saw racing around the track, the Moffats and the Brocks. Well, they didn't get around in Yank Tanks, did they? They got around in Aussie stuff. So well, I suppose Moffat did for a little while. Moffat did, yeah. Oh, that Mustang, right? That's that was right. Like the Coca Cola. 151 Mustang. starts, and I think a. 101 wins or something like that, if I remember correctly. That was an awesome car. But Glenn's had some beauties. Some of the best Cadillacs, but some of my favourites have been those big, um, uh, not are they the Buicks, Glenn, that you've had? The big... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've, I've sort of had them all. I've retained some of my favourites. Uh, I've still got my 58 Pontiac Bonneville, and I've still got a yeah. 59 Caddy, and a 57 Eldorado beer. It's a Chrysler Imperial. I kept all the, the weird and wonderful cars yeah, that yeah. Are, the Aussies don't see too often, and... Uh, they still, I still have an interest in those to this day. I've had a few Aussies over the years, and I don't have any at the moment, Harry. I've, I've moved a lot of them on. Yeah. But, um, that's the way it goes, mate. You have fun with them, and then you let someone else have fun with them. And so what are you, Glenn? Are you you uh, a, a GM boy, Ford boy, Chrysler boy? What's the, what's uh, the heartstrings? Uh, look, I, I, I'd have to say I'm more... Chevy line based on the fact that the fa- the Chev family covered a lot of my favourite uh, brands anyway. But um, I've had them all, and I'm one of those guys that appreciates everything that's got four wheels on it, to be honest. <laughs> yes, it doesn't right. matter. Well, you, you talk about the value. So here we go. We go back to – at the moment, we, we've got a 67 Chev. Um, it's an Impala SS. Four-speed, mm. big block, 396, unrestored, yeah. 80,000 kilometre. I mean, if that car were, let's say, a Monaro GDS, if it were a Bathurst Monaro, 
that condition, it'd probably be a three to four hundred thousand dollar car and then some. Yep. Right? You'd struggle to get eighty grand for it. He's seventy or eighty grand in Australia, but so much car, big block, four speed Muncie, the the big oh, mate, just really, really the values do differ. But anyway, it is what it is. The Aussies speak to Aussie cars, I suppose. But um, Glenn, oh, what I want to know, mate, is the Zoo Boys are they into their cars at all? I, I know, I know, Tim there for a while had a Mustang. I I uh, noticed online today, or Nikki was telling me that uh, that uh, Tim had. Uh, 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 69 muzzy is that right yeah the red thing yeah yeah no he, we've, we've moved him along we kicked him off i got him i got him hooked early he come to the museum and and then every bloody weekend he'd be up there sniffing around and looking and trying <laughs> to buy something off me and so he, he always had it in him you know costa had a beautiful i imported a 69 big block corvette for costa yeah. many years ago and tim always remembered that car so the first car we got him was a uh, was a corvette out of the u.s and then we traded that up uh, uh, for a 69 Mustang, mm. a little Boss 302. And today nice. he's moved on again. He's got a magnificent resto mod, a 55 uh, Chevy uh, Bel Air. Beautiful. Uh, coupe, and it's a beautiful car and he loves it. Magnificent. What about the young bloke? Is uh, Nikita into the cars? He doesn't seem to have any interest by the look of him. No, Nikita's not a car guy. He's got a Jeep Wrangler and uh, I just got him a sponsorship recently with one of our Sponsors car biz for a uh, a run around car, but no, Nikita's not a car guy. But it's only early days. I'll, I'll win him over. <laughs> yes, like my young <laughs> bloke here, familiar, mate, tw- mate. Twenty four years of age, hasn't got a driver's license, been around cars all his life. Can you believe it? Not anyway, I can't believe it. <laughs> What's going on there? Someone yeah. should give him a backhander. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> have him DNA plenty, tested Glenn. just quietly. I've Let me plenty, tell you, don't worry. <laughs> I'll throw him in for some sparring with Tim's here on your ass. <laughs> Speaking of which, no, how thanks. are the boys going, mate? They're travelling well with the. Obviously, they're travelling well, but uh, we're following it with keen interest. I know Nick is a big fan, big time. Yeah, there's a lot going on, mate. Right now, um, Tim's in a, in a bit of a little uh, a break period because we've actually got him scheduled for the Undisputed Championship, which is the biggest you can as, as big as you can go in professional boxing. That's when Tim fights in January against Jamel Charlo and for all the belts, four belts plus the Ring Magazine. Now that that's massive. That's probably going to be the biggest Australian fight that we've ever been involved in and no no discredit to his father who won the undisputed but that was the three belt era so this is an extra belt added into the mix so uh timmy's got about six months of uh of lag time and we'll get him into camp probably around october head to the united states late november and stay on until january 28 for the fight so that's massive that's a that's a huge a huge thing for tim he's at 21 fights now still undefeated and young nikita just had his third fight the other night so he's three and oh and um he's just starting the road he's just a rookie just getting started yeah he, he the other night i was speaking of that fight nikita's fight he battered the bloke yeah it was it was incredible <laughs> to watch i mean he, the other guy had a lot of heart but he just, horn had a lot of heart but nikita batted him it was it, yeah it, it was, was a good it was an interesting one yeah. we, what we wanted what we wanted more than anything for nikita was to get him some rounds and ben horn's yeah. one of those well, i mean awkward, you got that there. Kids that, yeah he, he won't slow up for anybody he's just yeah. awkward and wants to keep on going with yeah. it and it was great nikita got some rounds under the belt le- probably learnt more in that than he has in his first two which only lasted one round each so He's got a great future, and we'll keep him busy, much as we did with Tim early on. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was good to watch, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. As you say, it's probably going to be one of the biggest fights ever with Tim. So yeah, Waiting and there's a third. Breath. There's also a third, or well, another world title. I got bubbling. I also managed Shannon O'Connell, Australia's best yes. female boxer, yeah. and we ju- we've just secured her a world title fight for September Fantastic. against another Aussie, Ebony Bridges, Ebony, yeah. which is going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, it's very it's busy It's all time. happening. It's all interesting, happening. guys. I'll yeah, tell you what: as Aussies, we punch above our weight. Punch above our weight. Well, not necessarily us, old fat blokes yeah. here, but but. Uh, <laughs> The athlete, 
the athlete. You, you like still give it a crack. You still give it a crack. <laughs> a crack you reckon? You know, yeah. I can see you guys. I know who you're talking about here. Them other three fellas look slim, taut, and terrific. Right, mate. Come on, mate. I'm going all right. I'm going staying off the kebabs. No, that's good, mate. So, so, so between just back to the back to the boys. I mean, you look at their characters. Tim seems to be very clinical and very, very serious about his approach, certainly from a, from a punter's point of view, just looking inwards. And Nakuda seems to be a little bit more, oh, I don't know, what's the, what's the word? A little carefree, I guess, a little bit more, if you like, relaxed about his approach. But, geez, when he gets in the ring, he really, really gets some business going. Yeah, we've got two chalk and cheese personalities yeah. operating here with a, a similar DNA streak passed on by their their dad, you know, the all-time great. But they've both got that that uh, boxing ability and that uh, – but they're different. They're just different humans. Tim's a – Tim, like you said, that's a good word. He's very clinical. He's very uh, – he's very smart IQ boxing in the ring. So he'll, Timmy will take you – to places that, and, and, and hit you from angles and smother you and not give you a second to think in the ring where Nikita's going to come out and try and rip your head off in the first round. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, that, and that's the truth. Nikita will walk out to the ring dancing like he's going to a nightclub and laughing and having a great time. But the minute the bell rings, it's just this morbid uh, sense of uh, fatality. That's a good yeah, way yeah, of saying yeah, that's it. That's right. He, he, he wants to hurt you bad and hurt you quick. Wow. He yeah. wants to end it. He's like a head Missile. You can even tell from their Instagrams, they're completely different. Like Nikita posts on his Instagram like a normal person would, you know, going yep. shopping, doing this, doing that. And Tim's is like a professional sort of, as you say, a clinical yeah. boxer promoting himself. It's it's really funny to watch. It's well, really yeah. good. I'd be interested to understand when it comes to style, as far as their boxing goes, where, how, which one of them comes closer to the way their old man boxed, I guess. I know that's probably a, a question you've been asked a hundred times, but it's it'd be an interesting one because growing up, we saw Costa, you know, coming through the ranks. They were fantastic days you'd have a bit better idea nick but i'd be interested to hear your take on it glenn oh yeah it's a good question um it's it's a funny one you you've got sometimes i see tim in the ring and i see glimpses of what his dad and how his dad fought and tim emulating those and and with nikita nikita's a southpaw so it's more difficult uh costa was orthodox timmy's orthodox nikita's a southpaw but nikita is much more aligned in build and stature to his father and and nikita has that explosive you know, I'm going to destroy you. If I hit you in the head, there's a chance your head might cave in. <laughs> yeah. whereas, Tim, whereas Tim will hit you in the head and you won't even know he's hit you and then you think about it and the next thing you know, he's hit you with a body shot and it's all over. Yeah, right. So the, so, the, the, th- the thing that rem- – like when I'm going off of that question, out of the two of them, the knockout cost you did on Zab Judah where he was stumbling yeah. and bubbling, out of the two boys, I can really see Nikita putting in a knockout like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Nikita's got unbelievable power in both yeah. hands, like his father. Yeah, um, and and Tim has amazing power too. I don't mm. think there'd be much in it, but Nikita has bad intentions. Where mm. Tim's quite <laughs> happy to love yeah, it. Tim's yeah. quite Make happy sure you to, send him the um, Christmas card yeah. first. Is that <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? The interesting part is Nikita is a a carefree. Mm. Let me give you the best example I can, and and this is not. This is how I have a bit of fun with the boys. If I if you take Tim, I, I say to Tim, Tim likes the finer things in life. He he, he likes mm-hmm. a nice pair of uh, Louis Vuitton shoes or yeah. something like that. Whereas Nikita goes to Kmart for a pair of thongs. Yeah. And, <laughs> and if you asked about a house, Tim would like a nice house. Nikita would, want, would like a nice treehouse. Yeah, he's somewhere. minimalist, right? Yeah, he is. He really is. And that's just who they are. And it's 
it's it's nice actually from a manager's perspective to have two guys with such ability and, and all of that, but be so different because it's like dealing with two completely guys from a different family in that regard. Mm, unbelievable. I now understand why you why you moved the um the uh, museum on, mate, and a lot of the a lot of the cars in that business because you must be so busy between the two boys and of course Shannon. Uh, and then you've got uh, I don't know whether you're still involved with your security business. I mean, I'd imagine you still run your security business. Yeah, mate, it's it's uh, it's back. We had a two-year hiatus with COVID where we didn't have any yeah. events. All of our stadiums got mothballed and all of our major venues. So mm. we're back with a vengeance, and I think we've got nine or ten major tours coming through this year, and, and they're all coming at the same time that I've got world titles. So I might have to get on the cloning department or something. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Glenn, apart Someone. from all of that, runs a security business called Nest Security, mm. so they look after, uh, you know, you get large, um, you know, uh, Concert tours, last of large events and what have you, so they mm. get all the boys out there. So um, uh, you want to keep Glenn on side because he knows a couple of couple yeah, of fellas. Couple just of <laughs> Glenn, absolute pleasure, mate. Thanks very much for taking the time, uh, Shannon. All the best for her, mate, and the boys. Of course, we we always watch um, uh, fondly, and of course, um, I know you guys have got a new line of apparel. So we'll 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 push some of that. There's some nice stuff I, I notice on, on Facebook and, and across some of the yeah, social just, media. If anyone wants to have a look, it's wonderful. It's a new limited edition Tim Zoo stuff on www.timzoo.com.au and they can jump in the shop and grab what they like. The The sales have been ballistic, so uh, it's li- a limited run, so get in nice and quick. Excellent. And I've got one last thing to finish off with, Of course, Harry. yeah, bombings. I've crossed to the dark side, brother. What have you, you done, mate? I bought a 308 Ferrari. Oh. <laughs> Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I. No, no, no wonder, well, no wonder you've you been know, jogging mate, the streets, mate. You've got to fit in the bloody thing. I've got the Mo. I always wanted oh, one of those no, old bangers, sweet. so I've got one and I only got it this week. I haven't Good received it yet, but I'll well, send you boys a photo and I'll even sign it, Magnum. Oh, <laughs> <too>. mate, nothing <laughs> surprised me, mate. You're, uh, you're a man of uh, many talents and tastes. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks very much. And don't forget my T-shirt, mate. It used to be triple XL. We're down to XL. So, oh, uh, so mate, I'm, 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 taking the pieces. I'm, I'm sorry, mate. I'm That's sorry. Right. It's, it's uh, American Nick's XL. Already had, Nick's already been on to me, and he's got the delivery. <laughs> Very good, mate. We'll um, we'll uh, give that a shot, and uh, we'll post that um, that website where people can go along and get some Thanks, of that apparel. Mate. Thanks very much. Always a pleasure, and we'll speak yeah. again. Good chat, Thanks, boys. Glenn. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks, Glenn. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, that was good, boys. Was I really good. enjoyed that. Yeah. How good was that, eh? Yeah. He's a good man. Yeah. And I'll tell you, do you talk about someone busy? Uh, where does yeah. he get the time? Well, he was running- I mean, he's got a big crew, right? He's, yeah. got, he's got hundreds of people that run the security business. And then, of course, between Tim and Nikita, so. and then he's got Shannon. Have you seen Shannon, her form? She's yeah. Be, she's so a it's gonna, box yeah. if Tim wins over there, it's going to be gazillions, yeah? I mean, it's going to be- I don't know. I'm thinking. I haven't seen the contract, but I'd imagine so, mate. He's done well. It's for all the belts. Like, it's a Massive, massive deal. It's wow. huge. Australians don't get to that level yeah. now. They, it just doesn't happen. So four belts combined. Uh, so uh, his old man, he was saying, yeah, cost three. you three belts yeah. back in the day. Yeah. To put it in perspective, Cambosis was fighting for an undisputed, for, for all the belts when he lost to Haney recently, mm. and, he got, and he got beat. And that was the biggest yes. thing ever. When he was fighting, it was huge. Tim is fighting for all the belts if he wins, which he very well could. It's going to be a really good fight. That's yeah. Right. It'll be unreal. Yeah. It'll be awesome. Fantastic. Those yeah. boys, were there. yeah, they're, they're, they've done well. They're yeah. old, man. Now, I'd imagine he follows through, right? He follows oh, them and watches them, right? Yeah. He's, he's in Russia still? He's in Russia. He's he's in Russia. Russia. I don't know, but yeah. I imagine so, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure. Well, fantastic. <laughs> Always will win. Yeah. Um, mate, Cuda 400. Anyway, listen, uh, we'll, we'll come back to that in a minute. You're listening to Muscle Car Radio. I'm Harry. This is Jace. We've got young Nicholas over there. At least you know something about something, mate. You send, you send well, him a little bit of boxing. As long as it's not cars, mate, I'm good. Yeah, no. I get it's Muscle Car Radio. 
yeah, but far out. I, I, I saw his, his ears pricked up when he said Louis Vuitton shoes. Louis Vuitton, <laughs> yeah. That's right. oh, his mother knows about that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> anyway, oh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks very much. And we'll be back after the break. Welcome back to Muscle Car Radio. Now, I'm a bit uh, disappointed with you, mate. You were telling me that now we're on camera, I need to be doing something about Mate, I'm looking all right, I know. You reckon you, it puts on 12 uh, kilos? No, no, it does. It does. Cameras Come do. On, mate. Well, I don't know what's happened, mate. But since you walked in here, you've put on about 12. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bevies, you reckon? It's yeah. the water. It's something. Cheeky prick. Where are you sleeping tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, it's all good. Welcome back. Uh, Glenn, fantastic. He was great. Uh, we'll, um, we'll see. We are, we're waiting for Josh to come along. If Josh can't make it the evening he's um he's in transit uh we'll get him on in the next show but anyway josh is a regular anyhow he i wanted to talk to josh about car values and where they're at you've seen in recent times right since yeah. uh they talk about the computer chips and the processors um not being uh not being available they talk yeah. about one thing and another and, and the true. actual uh, production of vehicles has sent second-hand car market through the roof through the roof and mm-hmm. you get and you get the other phenomenon too where people are putting on uh, deposits on cars are taking six months or 12 months to get delivered to yeah. land crews and the like. Some of the I, um, D-Maxes and all that. Yeah, yeah, they they wait eight months. And then what happens is people are Buy bargaining the, and yeah. buying out the deposits. Deposit, yeah. So they're paying more than Sweet. more than overs. I, d- I wanted to talk to him about it, but anyway, we'll love uh, Yeah, because we'll, 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 I, got, I got offered so I applied for Lexus, right, to have a look at the new RX, which is coming Lexus. out. I oh, know, I'm sorry. Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah, sorry. Um, so, um, he's an Uber but, driver. Yeah. <laughs> no, I still love my muscle cars, though, believe me. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, I was interested in this car. And uh, so straight away, they've come back, you know, semi-details, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. So then two days later, I get an email from Lexus saying, hey, uh, the new RX is coming out in 2024. <sighs> yes. Uh, but sorry, by the time it gets, it's twenty twenty three. But by the time it gets here, it'll be twenty twenty four. Give me to it now. You give me to it now for a, yeah. give us a thousand dollars. It's absolutely. Well, I, I don't know whether it, look. I understand the chip thing, and I understand you know getting the and all of that delay. Surely we're out of that. I'm thinking controversy now. Well, controversy. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. We 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 are on the side of conspiracy sometimes. <laughs> if you're a if you're an auto manufacturer and you can make the same margin. Selling sixty percent worth of your product, why wouldn't you? Why would you? Hundred percent. Yeah, why would you yeah. produce a hundred yeah. cars yeah. Yeah. if you can produce sixty and make the same money? money. Right? I That's don't know. Right. Maybe maybe COVID gave them that and sort of leg up yeah. to say, that push. you know what? That and push. Have, and have the yeah. other forty sitting on the lot for yeah 100%. three months and let them sit there. And you know, and you know what? The values increase of their second hand cars, and so it goes. And, and, and well, it's, so like, it's like anything until people turn around and go, "We're not going to buy them anymore," which isn't going to happen. Yeah. Why would why would they drop their price? Yeah, so yeah. If, you're, nice. if you're Toyota or your Mazda or whoever you are, yeah. uh, as I say, if you can produce forty percent less vehicles and uh, your bottom line as a company is yeah. remains the same, mm. why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, cost of Production, labour, yeah. all of that. Anyway, Time of stuff. Um, uh, that's that's a conspiracy theorist, but anyway, different, well, different, show. Maybe, different, yeah, show. different show. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Josh has got a better idea. Right now, I want to talk about Cuda Four Hundred. Back Ooh. to you, Christopher. All What's right. the story? The Cuda Four Hundred, Cuda Mundra. Yes, Four Hundred meter. Correct. Stri- it's the airstrip. Airstrip. But, airstrip. Yep. A, a bunch of blokes get down there for a weekend. Correct. Came the shit out of their cars and have correct. a good old time. That's correct. Talk to us about it, mate, how so, it came to be. Um, years ago, I had this idea where I said, help this mate, a friend of mine that was in the GDR side of things. And then um, I said, listen, these GDRs are right. fantastic. GDR is car. in the Nissan. Oh, yeah, sorry. Of course, the Nissan GDRs, yes, of yeah. course. Fa- fantastic cars. Oh, lovely. Went with that. Eight cars. It was great. It was just a, all day. We just sat there filming eight cars going up and down very slow. Um, I had this idea. I go, listen, I want to do a muscle car one. 
got a lot of muscle car friends, and I yeah. think it's going to be more fun than these GDR ones. The GDR ones are too serious. So come up with this idea. I'm going to do. So they sit there with their laptops and their dials. Yeah, their, every their race, every run. Yeah, yeah. It's just great. Don't get me wrong. That's all. But not for there. It's, it's not designed for Kudamundra Airport. That stuff's not designed for the airport. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I had this plan where I'm going to get a whole lot of bunch of muscle guy guys, which we've got plenty of them in Sydney. Yes. Uh, rounded up a handful of them. Said, let's go. Let's start doing this. This is going to be fun, guys. Yeah, this yeah. is where this is the best reality. Actually, I shouldn't be saying this, but it's actually um, a honeymoon with your car. <laughs> yeah, it really. Get is. away. Well, I see. The, I see some of the videos you post, some of the photos. Yeah. You guys have a good old time. I mean, there's a barbecue going on twenty four seven. Yeah, there's always barbecue. Always, and there's, there's, there's different grand, There's different groups. So the, the, yeah, yeah. the Italians got the pasta group. The, the Greeks have got the sort of like everything. <laughs> like there's the the and the hot dogs. The hot dogs amongst the uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, no, everything's great. Like, like I said, it's it's um. It's um, a fun event. It's designed to be, like I said, just uh, for the slower cars. I don't want it to be a fast event. I'm not. De- I'm not a drag racer myself. I'm a, as you know, Harry from back yeah. in the days, we were street racers. Yeah, right. Just having some fun with so the boys. So I just wanted to. So to uh, like pretend being a Carter Street or Botany back in the days. This is actually legal. So let's just do it. We get to yeah. hang out with our cars and just enjoy our yeah. cars. So there's a Magna round, is there? Is yeah, there? yeah, no, there's no Magnus. <laughs> oh, oh no he's a two point six Astron. Man. <laughs> yeah, no Magnus. <laughs> you're you're from close to Kudaro. Where are you from? I am. I'm from Young. I know. I know. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, very know. very well. Um, but that's one. Question because being originally from there, the event has has Kudamundra, the town, embraced it. Yes, and taken 100%. On. Excellent. Yeah, definitely the Kuda 400 has definitely been embraced. I used to call it SMC 500. Can't believe I did this, guys. I was doing a 500 meter race. Right. Yeah, dual racing. I can't believe I actually did that. And yeah. then I noticed after the second and third year, it was getting too fast. I went, no, 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 I've got to yeah, pull yeah, this back. Yeah. And I so realized. On the, so on the airstrip, the cars get down there. So how many cars? I mean, how many entrants do you have? Well, I had about 130 this year. Jeez, that's fantastic. Yeah, right. it's too many. It's actually too many. Yeah. Believe it or not, I, I wanted to, I want them to have a lot of runs. Yeah. Um, but we're getting it down packed with my crew. We've got a new crew. This crew's fantastic. So we can do the turnover. So we're going to sneak in a couple of more cars this year because every year, about 10 bail, minimal. So, 10 to 15 okay, more so bail. Can they in, camp but, at the airport? Is that the idea? Or? Um, no, no. They can camp where they want. They don't really, no, not the airport. The hotels. It's hotels. Not, the locals. So yeah, okay. of course, put some money into the local so, economy, yeah. right? So the so, hotels are booked out. Oh, booked, booked out. It's already booked out now. So right. I haven't got, I haven't got, uh, announced dates for next year, but it's already sold out. There's Fantastic, already three, what a great three issue. times over sold out. Right, it's, it's yeah, Excellent. it's undercover. So I've gone undercover and told all the boys, no social media, no making posters or banners. It's actually completely sold out. Yeah, so, on account of you just got the numbers. Yeah, well, point. the numbers are gone. It's it's it was, it was booked out the day I got back. So the day I got back, the hotel that I stay at rang me up saying, "Listen, um, have you made dates for next year?" I go, "No." Yeah. So they were saying, "Listen, people are trying to book for next year." So they're taking guesses. So everyone's going online and guessing dates. Yeah. So um, but so I actually rang the airport and got dates now. So undercover, I told the drivers, "I go, listen, these are the dates." So, so you get standard cars, you get modified cars, you get all types. Yeah, basically we, muscle cars. Muscle cars, basically, yeah. So yeah. they're all they're all like yeah. So there's Mazdas and there's Chargers and there's there's um, Fords and Holdings. And People wanted to have a look at some of the action and videos, right? Facebook seems to be it's working. Is, yeah. a, is a landing sort of page for you. Correct. Guys. What is the actual name of what was it called? Where, where can people go? Oh, just it's actually uh, well, there's a we've started a YouTube page yep. called um, Cuda Four Hundred. Cuda Four Hundred. So it's a YouTube page. Just look up Cuda Four Hundred. C-O-O-T-A Four Hundred. Correct. Bomb off you go. Correct. Yep. Short Fantastic. for Cuda Um And there's just a whole lot of videos on there. We do an annual video every year, so I've got a movie night coming in uh, about a month's time. So every yep. year. I'll get everyone together that Excellent. turned up, and we're going to have a big party night, enjoy the movie. So the, the event's actually not. We'll rock up, mate. We'll wear some costumes. Oh, yeah. We'll wear some zoo t-shirts, and off we go. I if, hope Glenn, so. if, Glenn, if Glenn comes through, <laughs> I hope so. Do you ever get the Tirana down there? Yeah, yeah. I took it the first two or three years, and then now that it's been heard, it's actually off the road. So. Yeah, okay. But, can, um, I, can I ask a quick question? Do you get many young people there? Yes. Yeah. We do. We do. I tried not to let sixteen and unders turn up because yeah, well, <laughs> I don't want the responsibility of yeah, parents and mothers 100%. chasing me if something gets to go wrong. Well, you don't yeah. want them behind a wheel. You don't want them getting yeah, yeah getting all. So, so um, what's so, that crowd like? 
Yeah, we've got the best crowd. I'm sorry, this is the best crowd. Every year we get the best crowd. So we've got um, every nationality turning up, of course. Beautiful. Yeah. So um, a lot of people will hire the hangers and every hotel. So every hotel, everyone's been bonding. So what I've noticed over the last, I think it's like the fifth year I've been doing this, mm. two years of the last Cuda 400, but everyone's like become good mates with people that they never knew. So Fantastic. I was, I'm, I'm, awesome. Lovely. There, I can see on social media too, they've gone, okay, hangers, they're gone. They're going to be personal. Hang on, I got you two together. Hang on, you're supposed to be talking to me. Yeah. Uh, with him they were sleeping together, so that, that's why I'm glad this is all. Well, like, sleeping together, as in the bu- bunking in the room. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> just want to clarify. <laughs> just like, yeah. right. if it was the I know it's a bit isolated there in Kudam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not that isolated. <laughs> not that isolated. So, no, that's <laughs> oh, very good, mate. I appreciate that. That's yeah, fantastic. No, it's news. great. It's great. Yeah, well, the whole the whole club scene is good, and you know, at the end of the day, that's what we live for, right? Correct. It's all about the car culture. It's all about getting amongst your mates, barbecuing, or whatever. But sounds like a bit of a international. Cuisine fest over there, mate. As it well is. as the cars, it is. It is. It yeah, is. It, 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 I, like I said, I do enjoy it. Um, it's not just about a car show. It is like a car show. Yeah. The people in Kuta want us to do a car show, but it's actually an active one. So yeah. we're actually there, sitting there, destroying our cars. Everyone's there every Fantastic. day. I, I can't believe how. Well, check just... it out, guys. Get on the YouTube yeah. and have a look at Cuda Four Hundred. Nicholas, you can't come along. You don't. You've got to have a driver's license, mate. Apparently. No, yeah. I can still use you. If you've got <laughs> okay, you can fit me in a boot. Well, can, I'll come along. Yeah. One of those Dodge Polaris yeah. or something. Yeah. I'll let you drive with a license. Right? <laughs> no, I'll say that. You actually can on the airstrip. Yeah, you can. Okay. There you go. Oh, very good. Excellent. Oh, excellent. So, mate, what's happening? What else? Well, actually, I was going to just random. I was waiting for Josh to, to come on board, but yeah. I will have a conversation about it anyway. Yeah. Um, that uh, ACT, so our hmm. Australian Couple Territory, have uh, legislated as of 2035, yes, no sir. new petrol cars yeah, or diesel that. cars will be sold. Yeah. What? How's that? So, as of 2025. 2035. 35. Oh, okay. No new no new internal combustion engine vehicles so will be sold. Oh, I'd be interested to understand. You know, we've got to get Mark Edwards on here again. Remember Mark? He's yes. He's a car guy. He's a, he's a big uh, proponent. I'm just trying to understand. There's going to be have to be so much infrastructure that's going to be – Canberra's an interesting one, right, because obviously Canberra, the, 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 the area that the, – the metropolitan area that Canberra – covers is not that large yeah. so and uh you could roll out charging stations and and whatnot and it probably would work mm. um but it, it's one of the areas that i think that um i'm going to be controversial now one of the areas where our, the former government let us down in terms of the infrastructure that were mm. rolled out for or lack thereof for uh, electric vehicles and they've left us exposed now to right. to yeah. any changes like this that do uh, occur so um it's coming mm, and yeah. there's no doubt it is going to well, be Well, it's there. And look, it's, it's the, the, the reality is it is what it is and we've got to sort of embrace it. We're going to, we're going to miss, yeah, you know, it, it is a generational thing. It's certainly a mindset, but, you know, um, get Correct. used to it. And all yeah. the major manufacturers, uh, even, you know, uh, are gearing up to mass produce yeah. these things. So whether we like it or not, it's, yeah. uh, it's on, as, they're on the way. Know, as if you needed less of a reason to go to Canberra. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to uh, anybody watching listening in Canberra, it's a great city. Uh, it's, it's a great, great city. city. We, we love, love it. Very proud. Love we love it. There. Some great muscle cars. In Canberra, good summon ads. Yeah. Come on, summon ads. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. Oh, he won't. He, he won't be going. He won't be Well, that's it, boys. Look, we'll get uh, we'll get Josh on next time, and we'll we'll um we'll pick his brain around car values uh, and see if my conspiracy theory sort of uh, weighs in and uh, and and has any uh, holds any water. We'll talk to him about EV. We it's might Putin. Have, everything's Putin. Everything's right? Putin. It's all Putin. It's about to be Taiwan. It's about to be Taiwan. So we'll get him happening, and we'll. Talk to, um, of course, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk to him about. Uh, we'll get Mark Edwards in as well. Yep. Mark's uh, Mark's the electric car guy, so we'll we'll speak to him. And uh, look, uh, the other thing I want to talk about is very very quickly. Um, you know, our sponsor, MuscleCarSales.com.au. They have. You know, we talk about the car of the. We we, we try and take a car and we um, we feature a particular car. 
and we spoke about uh, Yankee cars versus Aussie cars. We've mm. got a Yankee car on there at the moment. Uh, it's a what they call a Plymouth GTX. Are you familiar with what they are? Oh. I am. Uh, Jay Leno had one. Oh, he's got one of everything. Though, yeah. Jay Leno, Jesus. Yeah. No, I know, but I've- <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's yeah. Plymouth GTXs. So this is particular car is it's on there. If you go to musclecarsales.com.au, you'll see this car. It's a 440 cubic inch. What they call a slapstick. That's actually what they call it. So it's a shifter that, you know, the, yeah, old, yeah, yeah. the old style slapstick type, type thing. And it's finished in a mustard with all the go fast stripes. Just a beautiful, you know, the larger yeah, bodied Mopar correct. car. So you had the pony cars and you had the larger ones. When you first look at this particular car, this Plymouth GTX, you think, mm, a bit of an ugly duckling, but it grows on you. And in the flesh, it's just such a good car. This is a Canadian built one. It's like a 71 model, mustard in color with the parchment trim. Yeah, just real 70s. Yeah. It just oozes, you know. It's a funny thing. You say, I don't know much about cars, but even what you were talking about, the yeah. difference between Australian and American cars, yeah. to me, mm. I'm gonna, this is going to get me in trouble, but you look at a phase three, yeah. it's a boxy oh, sedan. Oh, no, don't go there. And he has can, no license. Stop him now. It. Stop him now. He's not my son. That just, is not I'm my son. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> nah, but look. look, look Are you going to say <laughs> compare it to a Corvette? <laughs> Well, yeah, or a Boss 429 or something. How can you even Because the formula's different, and 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 this is the this is what we're talking about, and we didn't quite get into it with Glenn, yeah. but the the people here saw the likes of the Alan Moffats race. I mean, you look at the Tiranas, right, and we, you look at Brocky's time, and, and we grew and, up and with the, them. We grew up with them. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a small block Holden V8, or you had the 351 Clevelands, you know, in the in the formula of the mm. um the, the GDHOs. And compared to some of the big block cars that rest around NASCAR, completely different. Then you had, uh, then you had, of course, Trans Am, which was limited to five liter, completely different formula. And you had so many options in the US. But point being that here in Australia, what we saw succeed on a weekend and what we saw go around the track and do the business is what we revere. And Mm. that's why when you look behind you, you've got the phase one, two, and three and the phase four. Mm, And, you know, Alan Moffat is held uh, and and the likes of Peter Brock held in regards and, Mm. you know, they're heroes. Still. Because that's what we grew up with. with, And that's what we can relate to. Yeah. Aussies, I love them. Don't get me wrong. I love the Yankee stuff. You know, I've got all the Yankee Mm. cars. I absolutely love them. But you... There's no nostalgia for an Aussie uh, when it comes to, to when it comes yeah. and vice versa. The the Yanks look at our stuff and say, so your your best and your best was a four door yeah. as opposed to a do two door, um, three fifty one small block. Oh, okay, mm, yeah. a yawn. Mm. But for us, it's the be all and end all, and mm. hence the prices and hence the values. But anyway, yeah, there you go. Um, when you get your license, we'll pick that up. Yeah, again. look, uh, <laughs> cross that bridge when we come to it. Anyway, eh? boys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank, hey, Chris, no, thanks for coming, thanks, mate. Thanks, really thanks for having it. me, guys. Thank we'll you. We'll have you again, Nikki. Thanks good to see you. And 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 uh, this is Nikki's first and last time. This is yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're always late. I'll always be hanging around. <laughs> I'll, I'll drive does. you. I'll he, drive he, you. He's like that. He does hang around. <laughs> you can't really get rid of him. But anyway, your uh, so your blog and your uh, up and coming yeah, not not for nothing dot com dot au and there's also going to be episodes that come out. We're going to try to do it on the first Friday of every month, but if we can amp it up, we will. So notfornothing.com.au. So you've picked that up on the the old Aussie saying, oh, not for nothing. Not for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, very good. Good Jase, thanks, mate, as always. Really appreciate it. You've been listening to Muscle Car Radio. Thank you very much, and we'll catch you next month. All the best. Adios. Thank you.